Welcome to the BAM Podcast. That's right, BAM, business and money instead of bitching and moaning. This is the 2.0 version of the top three podcast, True Underdog. This will give you an inside look at building a business, overcoming business and personal issues, and most of all, not bitching and buying into this bitch-ass cancel culture lifestyle. I'm tired of it. I'm sure you're tired of it. Take it from me, who I've built three companies and have done over a billion in sales in my time. You're going to hear from cool-ass guests as well on my show. You have zero time to bitch, time to make your move. Let's fucking go. Bam. Bam. Jason Waller here with the Business and Money Podcast. That's right, body and mind. We are here to help you overcome issues in business and reset that mind to make sure that you can set up for success. And I have got one of my favorite all-time people I hear. He's a mentor and a coach to me, a dear friend. He is an OG in mentorship, in training, in education, in running businesses. My man, David Meltzer. How you doing, baby? Fantastic. When I get to see you, my heart just starts beating faster. The smile gets even bigger. My eyes get brighter because there's certain people that bring the frequency, bring the energy. They are part of my neighborhood and you certainly are part of that neighborhood. And it's so amazing to see you. Let's get down to business. Business. That's right. Well, listen, uh, for the folks that do follow the show, most of them would already know who you are. We've done a couple shows together. We've had the two minute drill uh, where I was a co-host where I was a uh, one of the co-hosts on your hosted show, two minute drill. And then also on your show office hours, I've been on there as well. So you're all over the place. You're on TV. You're doing the free Friday trainings. You're on LinkedIn. You're uh, I mean, you're everywhere and your skill. And there's a lot of listeners out there that need to know, how do I build a brand? How do I go out there and monetize myself, share my knowledge and wisdom? How can I make myself, like you talk about, get a frequency out there to the right people and to be able to start from the ground up building that? And I know you've done that in several aspects. How would they start to do that, David? I think too many people are looking outside of what they need to look at and meaning that where a brand starts is inside. A brand, especially a personal brand, you've done companies, products, solutions, and services, and you know that that brand starts with its capability. Its identity is in the capability, the quantifiable value that, you know, solar brings or flooring brings or whatever other business you want to be, automobile business brings. But when we're talking about a personal brand, what we really need to do is look with inside and really understand this overused term of authenticity. And I prefer a word called essence. And what makes up the essence of a person, of a personal brand, is number one, that person's skills. So if you're Dr. Pimple Popper, then you gotta lean into your skill of popping pimples. If you're a Hall of Fame quarterback, then you lean into your skill of being a Hall of Fame quarterback. The second, area to aggregate that essence or authenticity is knowledge. And knowledge is a duality when it comes to branding, because I think a lot of people pick one or the other and they don't utilize both capabilities inherent in understanding knowledge. Knowledge is not only what you know. So you're an expert, for example, uh, Jason, of selling. Like I've never met a guy who has more inherent capability of being able to sell, to articulate that quantitative value, to exceed what he's asking for. But you also have the second uh, of the components of knowledge, which is who. So it's not 100% who you know, and it's not 100% what you know. 
It's 100% what you know and who you know that determines your authenticity and your essence that aggregates with your skills. So if you understand your skills and your knowledge, now all you need to know is the third component of you, not of other people, not what's missing, not what you don't have, not trying to please everybody else, trying to agree with everyone and be the chameleon of the Instagram. That's bullshit. Or stand and lie and oversell cheat, manipulate, steal, stand in front of shit you don't own, bragging about shit you don't know about, but instead understanding your desire, what you think, what you are about, your desire, because you know your skills and knowledge are your basement and some people are born with a much higher basement according to their trajectory of what they're trying to pursue, but everyone has the same delta. Everyone has the same capability of having a desire that they must be what they can be. And if you understand your skills, your knowledge of what and who, and your desire, you now can understand your authenticity and your essence, your frequency, your vibration. And now it just becomes technical in its nature on how to build a brand. The hardest part of building a brand is to get the people who are building the brand to know their essence and quit trying to lie to themselves and be everything to everyone. Bam, I'm Jason Waller here with the BAM podcast. And listen, listen, most of us could use some more energy. I know I can. Every single day, I'm looking for a way to, to level up, to beat my competition. But caffeine can only do so much. At some point, we need to look at the root causes of our fatigue. Turns out two main factors in low energy are chronic stress and lack of nutrition. Organifi creates delicious superfood blends that address both of these problems. If you've got a busy schedule, it can be hard to get all your nutrients on the go. Even if you had time to juice vegetables or eat massive salads... That still takes extra time that you don't need, and you might not like the taste of leafy greens. I know I don't. Not all plants are created equally. We've heard fruits and vegetables contain vitamins and minerals we need for a healthy life. But have you heard of adaptogens? These are herbs and mushrooms that literally help you adapt to the stress in your life. They balance hormones, promote a state of calmness. If you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you don't always have the time or willpower to cook with all the colors of the rainbow. Do me a favor right now. Go to Organifi.com forward slash BAM. That's Organifi.com forward slash BAM. And use the code BAM. Get 20% off your next order. That's right. Go to Organifi.com forward slash BAM and use the code BAM for 20% off your order. Yeah. I Look, you, you dropped a lot of BAM bombs out there, I just heard. I mean, you know, they were all over the place. Uh, one of the things that I think... When you're, you're talking about knowing who they are, right, or the essence, the authenticity of who they are, I, I, I see all of these influencers out there, and they're doing the same thing. They're all doing the same thing. Not you, not, but they all are offering the same, hoorah, let's break through the wall, and that's all I've got. What do you need? It's the same thing where I think with your education, with your training, with your coaching, I've been through it. It's a little, it, it, it's, it's customized. It's personal. It's reaching deep in to who those people are and what they're trying to achieve. Where I've seen some of these other programs, these other folks, what they're doing, it's just like, here's my lifestyle. Do you want in? Pay here. Would you agree? Yeah. So a lot of people are working from the outcome backwards. And where I'm looking yeah. at is understanding, let me teach you how to learn to love who you are and learn to love what you do. See, when you learn to love, it will tell you all your all its secrets, Jason. And that's what is truly the subtlety of success, even in branding, is that when we're really paying attention and giving intention into loving ourselves 
and to loving what we do, it will tell you all its secrets. And those secrets make things easy. These are the subtleties that make the difference in your business and in your life, in your marriage and in in your own relationships with other people as well. So what I teach people to do is let's understand your mindset, your heart set, and your hand set. And then determine that essence, that authenticity to determine, even if you don't want to build a brand, if you just want to do well in life, I need to know the skills, the knowledge and desires as well. Why? Because I need to help you align your mindset, heart set and hand set to what you think is going to be doing well or what maybe is stable today or even what is doing well today. And you do this inherently as you are an ultrapreneur, in my opinion. You, you can't hold Jason Waller down. This man like me has lost everything and he knows how to get it right back. Why? Because he's aligning his skills, his knowledge and his desires with what's doing well today, what is stable today and what he think is going to do well in the future. So you can lie to him, manipulate him, cheat him. He can lose everything. And I promise you, my money's going on that jockey because you understand inherently no one had to teach you that right your desires off the charts and your self-awareness is off the charts where a lot of people need to work at it and here's the sad thing jason those people that need to work at it are most susceptible to the bullshitters that are standing in front of cars they don't own, houses they don't own, planes. You know, I can't tell you how many guys, they're standing in front of planes going, oh yeah, you know, I took my private jet. You know, it's public record. You can look up the tail number and, and it'll tell you whether that guy has owned the plane or he fractionally owns the plane or he's just renting it. It's public right. knowledge. Or is he just taking photos in front yeah, of Yeah, exactly. But th- that bullshit doesn't fly. You know, it's just like the Instagram frauds out there. Because I do more Instagram lives than anyone in the world. I have the most Instagram lives of anyone in the world. Most time. And it's, it's so obvious when someone has 2 million, 10 million followers and they jump on my live and the number of people that join the live doesn't go up one person. How is that mathematically possible? When I got a guy who has 63,000 real followers and he jumps on and it doubles the number of people that jump on the live immediately. And it's amazing. Yeah. Look, it's going to fool some of the people some of the time. But what I want people to understand about brand is, look, your frequency is your neighborhood. So if what you want is to attract bullshitters, if what you want is to attract influencers that are spreading the flu, dis-ease, if you want to attract influencers, people that tell the truth, teach the lessons. If you want people who have value, then you're going to attract those people by telling the truth. If you want to bullshit, lie, oversell, manipulate, you're going to attract overselling and manipulating. And you're going to wonder why everyone in your business is bullshitting because you're attracting bullshitters. You don't want to be that. You want to be the real whoever you are. And too many people are falling into the influencer instead of the influencer trap. Influencer. I love that. So you talked about losing everything. A lot of listeners might not know or new listeners or viewers might not know your story of of building a fortune, you know, having tons of properties and worth, I think, close to $150 million and then losing everything and then building it back. I was the original influencer, man. I was spreading the flu. I was an overseller, back-end seller, liar, manipulator, and cheater. And I'll tell you what, that, you know, they talk about karma. Karma, if you translate the word karma, it means consequence. And, you know, time is a variable, a dependent variable of consequence. If you cut the line, 
sooner or later, you're going to go to the back of the line. And that's what karma really is. It's the coincidences that are created by the attention and intentions that you create in your life. And there's no way around it. There's no way you can cut the line. And I was a line cutter. I was a great salesperson. I was a good person, like a lot of great salespeople. But I didn't understand how important it was to have the veracity in what I was doing to the best of my ability. And so I ended up losing over $100 million. I learned my lessons. I started surrounding myself with the right people and the right ideas. Like guys like you, Jason, guys like you weren't in my life. There wasn't guys with big hearts that literally were living their lives aligned with what they were teaching people. I was around people that were doing the wrong things. They were surrounding themselves with the wrong ideas. They were surrounding me with the wrong things and the wrong ideas. I Here's how I best explain it. I was buying things I didn't need to impress people I didn't like. It was that simple. Mm. Instead, man, everything comes through me today. I, I literally, money doesn't buy me love or happiness, but it allows me to shop. I'm constantly making sure I shop for the right things for the right reasons to help people to make more money and to have more fun in my life. So um, I miss being on the two-minute drill, man. Hey, you know, I, you're I, back I, on and office hours is always there for you. We, uh, you, You literally know this. I will tell you, I have... Elevator pitch, two-minute drill, office hours in the playbook. We're developing even more shows with the greatest names, you know, from Rick Macy to Chris Gardner. We got all kinds of big world names, renowned names. And my favorite host, my favorite partner, the guy who brings the energy in himself and lets me tease him, right? I think even I told everyone you went to MIT uh, and you, you took the joke very well, but I have, and wait, and besides being the best host, you are still the best dressed. There's no doubt in my mind. Jason Waller is the best host that has ever been on any of my shows, and he has a VIP invitation to come oh. back, please. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You can outdress that. me I- any day of the week. Oh, my goodness. Well, I look, I, I don't mind you picking on me because I learned so much from you, and, and, you know, you've been a big influence on me kind of changing my mindset. You know, you, you learn you learn skill sets really by doing it and failing forward and getting that experience. But it's also important. I never really had a coach until I brought you in as my coach and and you showed me the value of why it's so important to have coach to, to go through things that they've been through to kind of, find a way to be able to handle the problems that are thrown at you, to be able to overcome the challenges, to be able to see through some of the bullshit you mentioned, like how do you get to the next level? So I, I can't thank you enough on, on how, in you know, how much you impacted me the last couple of years to be a better CEO entrepreneur. I mean, we're getting ready to go public. Uh, most of my coaching was coming from you to be able to be that public CEO. Um, so, you know, I, I love your comeback story. I'm on that comeback and I, I love, you know, you're one of the inspirations I look at, look, you lose everything, but it was for the better, right? For me, it's like that I'm going to be able, I look at, you know, things happen for a reason and this is going to allow me to do other things, impact more lives, um, and, and be a part of something bigger. And so I'm excited about that. So I don't have to sit down and, you know, there was a, there was a short time I was angry. I was pissed. I think it was on your show. I was still venting. Yeah, yeah. I'm done venting because there's nothing I can do. All I can do is just focus forward. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Yeah, you got it. You know, it's so interesting because I was really angry when I had to go tell my mom. And I got into lawsuits, man. The same types of things happened to me, right? And there was a lot of blame, yeah. shame, and justification on how this all happened. But you know, when I had to go walk to my mom's house to tell her I lost everything, including the only reason I wanted to be rich as a kid was probably very similar to yours. I wanted to buy my mom a house, 
right? I wanted a nice place to live for her. I wanted a nice car for her to drive. And, you know, here I was in my mid-30s, a multimillionaire. My nickname was Midas or Money Money. That's how much I identified with money, and that's how much people identified my success and tied it to the dollar. But I had to go tell my mom I lost all my money, and I lost her house because I didn't take my name out of her title. And so the bank took her house as well. Well, I will tell you, man, I was angry. And then I realized I was about to learn the greatest lesson of my life, which was that I am only limited by the meaning that I give the past. I'm only limited by the meaning I give this defining moment, inflection point, this trauma, mistake, failure, and setback that is set behind me, not in front of me. See, all of that regret and guilt is set behind me, not in front of me. And therefore, if I give it a limiting meaning, if I give it an angry meaning, if I give it a scarce meaning, then I'm going to limit my future, which is infinite and abundant in nature. And I have just already protected and promoted myself by giving the meaning to the inflection point, the defining moment in a trajectory of where I know my potential lies, where I want to be. And that, to me, was the greatest lesson. I will tell you, unequivocally, if I didn't lose everything, I would not be here today. And at the very least, if I'm wrong, I would not be married to my wonderful wife with four beautiful children. But most likely, I would have died. Yet for, that's how lost I was. But when it happened to me, just like when it happened to you, and there's plenty of people that we could blame. We were not treated fairly. We were not treated honestly. But I will tell you, there's three stages of accountability. One, I'm responsible for me meaning I'm responsible for making sure that I do my due diligence, that I protect myself from being stolen from, cheated, manipulated. I also am responsible for what I attract into my life, surrounding myself Mm -hmm. with the right frequency and energy. And I'm also most responsible for the participation in the perception that I was under. I was participating in the wrong perception. And if I can find the light, the love and the lessons in it, it's going to tell me all of its secrets. And when those secrets come out, now I'm well prepared for the future and is has occurred in my life and will occur in yours. And I'll put money on it. If somebody wants to take a bet on Jason Waller, I'll put a million right now. Give me whatever odds you want. I will take a million that Jason Waller is going to make more money than he ever had in the next 10 years than he did the last 10 years. I guarantee it because you know that you're being protected and promoted by something bigger than you that loves you more than your mom. And you've learned your lesson and you're going to start being responsible, attract and participate in the perception of your greatness because I am here because of your greatness and I can't wait to work with you on your future greatness as well. I appreciate that. I, they, and it's such a great story about how you're such a great family man. You know, I meet a, a lot of today. folks that come on yeah, today. <laughs> no, yeah, look, today. Where's she at now? Like I know you have, you had some personal struggles with relationships and I'm sitting there going, dude, I've been there. Like yeah. I, I learned my lessons and I'm just glad that that I literally had survived because I'm here on Valentine's Day thinking I am so blessed. I've never been more in love and attracted to my, I'm 55 years old and I'm so blessed because of the woman that I woke up next to today. And maybe I took advantage of that for seven, uh, maybe even close to 10 years. I took for granted what other people are wishing for and what I was wishing for. Right. No, well said. And, 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 you know, relationships and business and life's peaks and valleys and, you know, me and Liz are at the best spot we've been in in a long time. Which is which what is my great. wife told and me to ask you. Make sure you ask about Liz. I hope they're okay. We're, we're at a great spot. I think 
I think when people go into battles, I think they bond, right? Yeah. I think when, when, when you have to survive and it's you against the world and you, you're having to fight back and, and fight for what's yours and fight for truth and, and, you know, fight and claw to keep the business and keep the integrity and, and keep the perception and help every employees, whatever your situation is, you know, those around you that are in the, the bunker with you in the, tr- you know, in the, the trenches fighting that battle, you're going to bond closer to them, especially a spouse that is, is there to uplift you, pick you up when the, when it's hard. Like my wife was there just, it's just, it's us against the world type mentality. And, you know, I think when things are going too good, sometimes at least for me, um, it just brings in sometimes the, the bad, Bam! you know, the bad mojo, you know, they, we're not being challenged enough to become, to, to be a team and, and do things as a team, right? It's just life takes over. She's busy. I'm busy. Kids are busy. You know, life takes over to where when you're in a battle, when you're in um, a conflict and you've got your spouse or your family members or your friends on your side in the trenches, in my opinion, that's when you bond better and you become stronger. Those relationships become stronger. So I'm like trying to be very careful this time around of, you know what? I don't want to get bored with life. I don't want life to take over. I almost like the conflict feeling because it keeps us bonded and it keeps me sharp. Yeah. Matt Higgins, one of my close friends, you know, executive with the Dolphins, RC Ventures, Funded Vayner, and all the rest of Mama Fuko. Just an extraordinary entrepreneur. He's on uh, Shark Tank as well, by the way. But Matt wrote a book called Burning the Bridges, uh, Burning the Boats, right? And, you know, can you have that ninja mindset when you don't have to burn the boats, right? When the boats aren't burning, can you find the blessings without the battle? And, right. you know, I would tell you, as, you know, I sit here many years older than you, that I have found out how to do that uh, because what I started doing in my own life and I see a lot of extraordinary entrepreneurs, they uh, create fires, they start burning boats just so they can have the excitement and the push. Uh, and when we can find the blessings without the battles uh, and yeah. find the bonding without the battles, now we can become productive, accessible and gracious beyond our wildest imagina- imaginations. and. You know, that's a lesson that, you know, I see already in your protection and promotion for the unfortunate circumstances uh, that, you know, occur. I would say God, you know, he, he loves uh, to promote and protect us. And just like your mom, when you reach out to touch a fire, you know, your mom's yeah. going to slap your hand and scream at you, even though she's never hit you and never yelled at you. And you're going to think, why are you punishing me, mom? So when your business fails, when you get into lawsuits and when people, you know, attack you unwarranted, it's the same thing. All God is telling you is, hey, brother, you're touching fire. You're going down the wrong path. This is not where your, your, your protection and promotion lies. I got something much bigger and better for you, bro, than selling solar. I, I, you're okay. going to change the world and you got to have a little bit of a burn uh, in order to get to a better place, a better situation, or put yourself in a better situation. Because why? You have the skills, the knowledge, and desire that is not limited by what you're doing. And you're just doing the wrong things around the wrong people. And the only way I can get you out of it, because you think you're in the right place, is to go ahead and burn you a little bit. Go ahead and cause some right. pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes so you can be protected and promoted. You definitely aren't punished and neither is anybody else. Amen to that. I had uh, Eric Thomas on a little bit ago, a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about 
There's a pastor from Elevation Church. I, I struggle listening to certain pastors, right, or preachers. I just I struggle because I get bored. But this guy's like, he gets your attention, kind of like E.T. has that voice that just grabs you and pulls you in. And one of the things he said is similar to what you just said, is that every time you're going in a battle, you're really just finding your way to the blessing. And when you're in the blessing, you just need to hold on to it because you've got to know another battle's going to come. So he talks about these battles lead to blessings and then blessings, eventually you're going to have some kind of battle that comes up again. And so I I think that kind of ties into what you were saying is, is, you know, that we have to go through things in order to find better opportunity to better ourselves. And I believe, like you said, God gives us what we can handle and there is a plan, right? Sometimes it doesn't seem like a good plan. It's like, okay, hold on. I don't know if this is the, but there is, and there's a lot of, you know, you got to think everything's, you know, glass is half full and everything's on a positive mindset and what's in front of me, not behind me, like you mentioned, you know, and just focus on that. And I think that's, that's, that's great advice with business of what you're doing. I know your, your missions to empower 1 billion people to be happy, over Over 1 billion people (laughs) to, to make lots of money and be happy. Talk about that. Yeah. So look, uh, through all the dummy tax that I've paid and the people that I've learned from and continue to learn from. And, you know, I now a quick word from our sponsors study every day. And I look to see how best can I create, you know, these three things in people's lives. One abundance, you know, there's enough of everything for everyone, including money. Money's just an energy energy itself, whether it's behavior or money, it has three characteristics. One is it aggregates itself. It, it builds on itself. It also compounds which gives you an exponential growth component as well. And then the third characteristic of energy is it accelerates on itself. So if I can get people to utilize money in that characteristic or behaviors in the same characteristics, it allows them to detach from the outcomes and it allows them to focus in on loving the process, which makes them love the outcome without determining a preset outcome. And so for me, I teach people how to make a lot of money so that they can help a lot of people. Like I said earlier, money doesn't buy love or happiness, but it allows me to shop. And if I shop for things that help people, it does create happiness in my life. And then finally, having the mindset, the heart set and the handset of ignorant humility, not ignorant arrogant, that we don't take ourselves so seriously. You don't know what you don't know. I don't know what I don't know. So I'm gonna stop pretending that I know what I know. And what I'm gonna do is my best, learn lessons and have fun. And so I set out on a mission to empower people like you. See, I got very focused. I said, I need to find the thoroughbreds. I need to find the best jockeys in the world, like the Jason Wallers, like the Matt Higgins, like the Mike Tannenbaums, like the Roy Katayas. I need to find the best jockeys in the world and say, hey, brother, let me teach you the mindset, heart set, and hand set to combine with your skills, knowledge, and desire. Why? So you can empower another thousand people to do the same, to empower another thousand. Because a thousand Jason Wallers times a thousand times another thousand, a thousand times a thousand is a million, a million times a thousand is a billion. All I need to do is find a thousand people like you who are willing with an open mind, open heart, and open hands to learn with me, collaborate and coordinate with me to create this ability to make money, help people, and have fun. And I'm telling you, we could change the world and you will forget about the millions of dollars that you lost and the billion of opportunity that you lost when you change the world and realize that money is following you, that you don't need to chase it, that a billion dollars was nothing compared to the life you're leading today with the money you have and the help that you've given and the fun within the context of 
all those people relative to you and all those people that you're just planting seeds under trees that you may never even sit under. Because where I'm at in my life today, it's amazing. Whether I'm at the Super Bowl or CES or whether I just show up at a D2D con, right? People come up to me and say, man, 10 years ago, I heard you speak. Or, man, I read your book seven years ago. I was living in the basement of my mom's house, broken sick. Dave, I live in a mansion and I'm a millionaire and I built a, a village in Africa and I do this and that. I've never been happier in my life. And that's where Jason Waller is going to be come 10 years from now is you're going to be planting all these seeds over the next decade and you're going to be back bigger and better than you've ever been. I appreciate that. So let's talk a little sports. All right. I can't not talk sports. You know, your Chargers didn't do too good. My Lions picked it up at the end of yeah, the year. still worse than the Chargers. <laughs> we were nine and eight. What were you guys? You guys ten and seven? Yeah, yeah ten and seven. We went to the playoffs. We just don't we? we I choked, guess, oh, come we on. The se- we choked in the second half. Yeah, to, to Jacksonville, who we beat like forty to. 30. I know we lost to them twice. It was terrible. You know, we've got. Uh, I think we play you guys this I year. I hope so. We'll get together for sure. We do. I don't know if it's in Detroit or if it's in. Um, LA I'm checking right now just because well, I think that's I, I, I got to tell you I'm, I'm I have two favorite teams right I, I have the Chargers and whoever playing the Chiefs so this was a very disappointing season uh to handle and uh it, it just uh it's amazing you know football is such an amazing entertaining sport and uh you know I'll tell you one guy who I don't like who I'm respect completely is Patrick Mahomes. You know, obviously not a big fan of the guy who keeps beating us and beating everyone else, but I have utmost respect for what he did. He's a true leader. I was hoping that he'd lose so that people, you know, Lee Steinberg, I used to run the sports agency. He represents Pat and he represented Pat's dad as a baseball player. But uh, this kid, uh, I was hoping he would lose kind of like Russ Wilson lost in the last play and made a mistake, you know, throwing a pick or something. I was almost hoping yep. they didn't call that penalty because I think he would have lost uh, if they would have, you know, had to kick the field goal with as much time. I think Jalen would have brought it down uh, and won that game uh, 38-35 the other way. But I was really looking forward to people seeing the character of Patrick Mahomes when he loses. Uh, because I think he would have gained even more popularity by losing than winning because uh, he does have a lot of character and he, he would have handled it really well. He's not, you know, Kelsey won't have. You can see Kelsey's ego. Everybody, you know, every six minutes, right? Like nobody believe. not Patrick Mahomes. He would have been humble either way uh, because he knows he's the best and he really is. Right. It. And I respect it, but I hate it. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Listen, I, he lost to Brady a couple of years ago. Yeah. And he handled that like like awesome. And look how Jalen Hurts handled this. Look how the whole team handled. They can complain about that call. They didn't. No. They're like, look, that's what it was. I that and I'll tell you, along this ride, I was not a Jalen Hurts fan at all until um, and they beat us 38-35, How ironic in the first week of the season, yeah. and uh, by a field goal at the end. And so I just wasn't a big fan. I liked him somewhat in college because I, I I I thought he got a bad rap at Bama. I didn't think it was kind of fair. Two got thrown in there. So I was pulling for him, but then when he got drafted by Philly, I was like, because I just don't like Philly. I'm like, eh. And then fast forward, when I saw the story about him, when um, when uh, Nick Saban came in, out and talked about Jalen Hurts and how, you know his work ethic and things he needed to work on, and they agreed that he should transfer out, and he went to Oklahoma, and the kind of person he is, and 
I just gained so much more respect for him. I started liking him more. And then after this loss, kind of like what you were saying with Patrick Mahomes, I gained so much respect for Jalen Hurts the way he carried himself. Yeah. Like, no complaining, no whining. Aaron Rodgers, like, as funny as he is and as good as he is, he's such a baby. <laughs> like, a baby. Yeah. Same with Elway. I mean, Elway has oh, been a baby since right. the time he didn't want to come in the league and play for he wants to play. Uh, you know, and it just it's disappointing. Uh, you know, sometimes our best selves come out. And I was thinking of Will Smith because I'm going to be with Chris Gardner next week uh, on our TV show. And Chris is a good friend, did uh, the Pursuit of Happiness, which I always joke around with him and Will Smith that they got the name wrong. It's happiness is the pursuit. You don't pursue happiness. Right. Um, but in the context of, you know, life, Chris Gardner, uh, w- when you look at how challenging some of these guys have it and, you know, where you're just sitting there going, how can you not be grateful? My favorite story yeah. in all of football is Russell Wilson when he threw that interception. Not only did he take accountability, he was actually fighting with Pete Carroll, who should be accountable, because Pete Carroll's like, no, I made the mistake. I should have never called that call. I should have given it to Marshawn Lynch. And, you know, Russ is like, look, man, I, I didn't execute, right? And even though the guy, you know, tipped it or whatever. But here's the coolest thing about, Russell Wilson that gained my respect forever. He, uh, after the Super Bowl, you're not done that night till one or two in the morning on Monday, right? Like with everything that goes on after the game. So Tuesday morning, he was already back in Seattle at 7 a.m. at Children's Hospital volunteering like he has every Tuesday at 7 a.m. And he never missed. I mean, he had every reason to say, hey, I'll come in on Wednesday or let's just do it next week. The fact that he was there at 7 a.m. on Tuesday morning, I said, that's a guy that I'm going to follow. That's a guy that I'm going to promote. That's the guy that I'm going to tell everyone is, is a real leader. And whether he won the Super Bowl or not that year, he's a real leader. And that's what I see in so many of these other guys than the whiners. Does he have two wins or one? He has one and one loss. That's right. So really, Mahomes is the only active starting QB with multiple wins. Unless Tom Brady comes back, yeah. He ain't coming back. <laughs> you think he is? He filled out the paperwork. I think he's done. I think he's done. If um, I was him, I'd be done. I would have been done a year earlier, but that's just me. I know. He should have walked out when he when he won. So I am looking. We play at the Chargers. Nice. It's all me, man. I'm hosting you. So, so me and Christian will fly out we there. We love man. it, man. Me and Miles will be there. We'll, we'll have a jersey on the line. Whoever wins has to buy the other team's jersey. It'll be perfect. And wear it and wear take it. some photos. Exactly. <laughs> we'll post it up there. That's Bam! Chargers win again. Oh, my goodness. Hey, we got a great coach, though. You got to love our coach. That could be the Super Bowl next year with the way those two teams, the potential that they have. Chargers, Lions, no, nobody would be surprised next year if those two teams are in the Super Bowl. I'll tell you that. And the Super Bowl's in Vegas next oh, year. Oh, boy. And we're going to be there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go? Uh, did you go this year? I always go, but I didn't go to the game. I sold. I sold my tickets to the game, and I paid for another kid's college with that. Uh, now that the ticket prices are so high, uh, and you know, I jo- used to joke around when I would sell my tickets. I would tell my wife, "Oh my God, I can buy a big screen TV, a, the, the latest and greatest one for eight grand." You know, I, I'd sell my four tickets for eight grand, and I could buy a big screen TV. Now I sell, you know, four tickets for forty grand. And, you know, I could buy a house or, you know, 40,000 40, TVs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
College is Kenzie's at Alabama. It's expensive. Yeah, it's, a, it's not cheap, dude. I'm on my third one. You know, I got uh, my my second one's graduating Indiana Kelly School of Business there, and my youngest is at Wisconsin. So we've been through Tulane, Wisconsin, and Indiana, and I'll save up for Miles. He's only twelve. That's right. Christian's only 12 too. Well, listen, David, I appreciate you coming on to the show. Uh, I, I love you so much, man. Everything that you, you've helped me out with in life and in and, and business and coaching, I appreciate that. And I will take you up on the opportunity of jumping back on the show. I miss it. I miss challenging those contestants and getting loud and kind of being, you know, your rainbow Sherbert out there, not your vanilla, you know? Yeah, you are certainly rainbow Sherbert. And we love all of the different flavors that you bring to the show and your extreme street hood knowledge that no entrepreneur can go without you make the show so you have vip invitation if you want to swing out for office hours as well the next two weeks come out to vegas i'll always find a spot for jason waller and if you need any help on that brand man i can't think of anyone i'd rather work with than you so please reach out I appreciate that so much. And hey, guys, you can make sure you follow David. You can follow him at David Meltzer uh, 11 on Facebook, David Meltzer 2 on LinkedIn. Is that yeah. correct? Or at David and Meltzer David, on Instagram. Or at David Meltzer on Instagram. Thanks, David. Bam! Bam! Thank you, brother.